Welcome back to the podcast, Unlock Your Destiny with Raven Scott. I am joined here with Jen Evers. Thank you so much for being here, Jen. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. I'm so grateful to be here with all of you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm grateful for your message and I'm grateful for your light and your soul to be here to shine and share with us. Before we dive in, I want to share a little bit about Jen. She is a nurse and a nurse educator who through many of her own experiences has come to understand that healing on all levels is what is required for wellness, happiness, and creating the life that we want on our own terms. She became certified in several metaphysical healing modalities and through her own inner healing has found the passion and purpose within her being to help others truly heal from the inside out. So now she teaches the same thing to others who are ready to go within and heal, which is absolutely our audience. <laughs> and she is a guide who can show you the way and hold a beautiful space of love and compassion for others as we walk this path together. Welcome and hello. This is a thriving intuitive podcast, formerly known as Unlock Your Destiny. I am your host, Raven Scott, a certified meditation teacher, author, and destiny coach. I am providing women who are feeling lost and alone in their journey, finding clarity and community to kick ass in this life. Join us as we become empowered together, gaining clarity on our life's purpose and finding your uniqueness through your astrology chart, the North Node and South Node guidance, human design, spiritual rituals, and your intuition. I love that, Jen. Thank you so much for that. It's beautiful. Um, so share with us. Sorry, go ahead. You can say something. Oh, thank you for that beautiful introduction, right? <laughs> you know, what's so awesome about these bios, you know, we all submit it and we write it and we're in the space of writing. And then it's really powerful when, you know, somebody reads it back to us. I have it happen to me all the time. Like, wow, that was really amazing. I wrote that. It's like, yes, yes. You're beautiful. So wrote that. So it's beautiful. I know we connected and really jammed on the Ho'oponopono prayer, which yes. is actually a huge exercise in releasing expectations, releasing, like we're talking about some of these triggers, releasing that unlove or unforgiveness towards yourself, you know, being so hard on yourself for being perfect and getting it done immediately. And with all this comparison in our culture and social media, we get so hard on ourselves, but we forget that everything is a snapshot that we're looking at, you know, everyone can look fantastic. And then, you know, for the rest of the day, just have a horrible day or take their hair down and wash their makeup off and be, you know, just be who they are. But um, tell us more about how, why, what the Ho'oponopono prayer is and why you love it. Absolutely. So the first thing I'd like to say is if you can't say that word, please don't judge yourself. Uh, the best thing to say is it's an ancient Hawaiian clearing tool that was used, you know, by our, by the ancestors that lived in those communities. And it's not an affirmation because we have a, a lot of times people say, oh, I just say an affirmation and, you know, that's fine. It's a great place to start. But Ho'oponopono is actually a very intentional, deep and powerful clearing tool. And it was used in the past by our ancestors and a community. Anytime anyone, you know, 
trespassed against another or they hurt each other, all the community came together and everyone had to admit their part in the responsibility for whatever occurred. Didn't matter how small it was, everybody played a part in it. And they loved on it. They said, I'm sorry, you know, please forgive me. I love you. And then thank you, right? Because we're asking God, divine creator, source, universe, Allah, whatever you choose to call it, to really clear that from us. But it's about taking 100% responsibility. And there was this beautiful kahuna, which is a spiritual healer in um, Hawaiian language. I don't speak Hawaiian, but. And she really changed Ho'oponopono from a group process to a self-identity healing process with Ho'oponopono. And her student, Dr. Hu Lin, uh, was a clinical psychologist in Hawaii, and I'm a nurse, so I find this fascinating. He went into a prison for the criminally insane in Hawaii because they asked him to come and help the inmates, right? These are people that had committed violent acts of crime, but they were not uh, sound of mind enough to stand trial as someone who could take personal responsibility. So they went to this hospital prison for the criminally insane. And he was very aware of the Ho'oponopono. And so he realized, you know, if this is showing up in my life in some way, I'm creating it. And so he sat with their charts. He never once saw any of the patients, inmates in that institution. And he just sat with their charts. He read the things about them, their childhood, the acts that they had made. And he asked for clearing from within himself of the judgments and the beliefs and the patterns that came up within him. And I believe it was about four years that he did this and that prison closed because there was no need for it anymore. Those, those people who were there, they went and, they went and served out their sentence in a, another prison, but they had awareness and were able to take personal responsibility and accountability for their actions. And they no longer needed to be in this facility for the criminally insane. And Dr. Hu Lin was my teacher along with Dr. Joe Vitale. Um, and I learned this process and I started using it. And within one week, I had healed myself of eczema on my body that I'd had since a child. Wow. So that's what inspired me to be like, oh my God, I got to learn how to do this, right? Not just do it, but I got to learn how to teach it to other people because this is powerful. And it's simple, right? We just, we just say to whatever's showing up in our life, whether it's a, a belief, a thought, an emotion, an action, we say to whatever memory is within me, that is the cause for whatever, fill in the blank. On any and all levels, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And then the thank you is to God, creator, universe, for clearing it all from me. And it's powerful and it works. However, we have to keep doing it just with anything, right? We have to have consistency because we have no idea the depth of how far these memories and this data that existed, you know, in my opinion, before this lifetime that we're carrying with us for if it goes and we don't have to. But in our logical 3D, 4D world, we want to go, why do I do this? Why is it showing up? And we get attached to that. We just simply ask for clearing and say, I don't know, but in some way, if it's showing up in my life, I, I have some responsibility for it. And I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. 
That's a beautiful reminder because I am in love with the prayer, but I don't do it every day. And I'm like, I should be doing it every day. Why am I not doing it every day? <laughs> I love that reminder. And you know, the, the beautiful thing of that, Raven, is, is that that's another opportunity for us to heal that, that part of, oh, I should be doing this, right? And it says, hey, it's okay. Okay, whatever. I forgot. I'm going to do it now. And that's enough. And it's just another opportunity for to let go of these attachments of I have to do this and I have to do this to be enough. Yeah. Enough already. Absolutely. Amen, sister. Yes. <laughs> Join us as we pause for a quick message. Hello, Thriving Intuitives. I'm Raven Scott author, destiny coach, and founder of the Thriving Intuitive Membership. Sign up today to the Thriving Intuitive Membership to evolve and get your game plan in the Walk in Your Purpose Masterclass for only $25 a month. I forgot to mention the funnest part. You will get free swag when you become a member into the Intuitive Tribe. Great. That was so amazing. Now back to the show. Share with me a little bit about your journey, um, you know, maybe how you, you found yourself in this self-love advocate kind of uh, coaching pathway. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to share, especially if it's going to help other people realize their worth uh, and that they're enough already. Um, I was raised in a, a traditional household with very loving parents. And so often uh, we look outside of ourselves and blame other people for what's showing up in our life and that's very human but i had love that love though had conditions based on rules dogmas doctrines about what it meant to be good versus what it meant to be bad and um you know as i went through my journey uh i always tried to conform i always tried to fit into this feminine role of who i was supposed to be so that my parents really would love me because that was the most important thing to me, not to let them down, uh, to make sure that, you know, I was the good kid who always got good grades. I put all this pressure on myself. Even if those things were told by my parents, it was really more about the stuff that I told myself. And as I grew up, middle school, high school was so awkward for me. Uh, if you can imagine me in heels, you can laugh about that uh, because I laugh at it too uh, now, right? But when I was 17, um, I realized that I was not um, the traditional feminine role that I actually uh, was attracted to women. And this caused a immense amount of fear within me of what is this all going to mean? How am I going to tell people about this? Are my parents going to still love me? And I didn't come out right away. I came out to my friends, which was a good experience. They loved me. They accepted me. But I hadn't come out to my parents and um, the way that it happened was not coincidental. It was just the way the universe decided to show it up. And uh, my parents sent me to therapy once they found out because they wanted to save my soul and make sure that my salvation was secure. And the most beautiful thing happened. Uh, the spiritual counselor that they sent me to was not a pastoral counselor in the traditional way she actually helped me to realize there was nothing wrong with me. However, even with that knowing, I still had a lot of self-doubt, self-guilt, 
still had to go outside of myself to make sure that my worth was validated by everybody else. And it was like running a race that you're never going to win because somebody always had an opinion. And I took that in and I judged myself on that. And so I was on this hamster wheel of, I got to do more to be more. So everybody else loves me. And it wasn't until about two and a half years ago that I really got into a spiral downwards of just addiction. Uh, yes, I'm a nurse. <laughs> I know what that does to us, but that's, you know, that's the dichotomy of it. We know it and we can't get out of it. And we know it's bad for us. Why am I doing this? And so that same pattern of self-shaming and blaming. And I finally reached out for help. And what I thought was help to help me with smoking, right, actually turned into the most beautiful inner journey of self-healing and self-worth and self-love. And it was when I was going through my Reiki master training about a year ago that I finally had that moment with that 17-year-old girl that was within me. And she said, let's take a walk with each other, right? Let's just talk. And so I allowed that, even though I was afraid, didn't know what it was going to mean because there was a lot of hurt that was, that was shoved down inside of her. I listened to her and let her tell me what she felt, how she felt, what she was going through. And I listened and I asked her a question and I said, but who told you all of that about yourself? And there was a silence and she of course went outside of herself and she tried to say, but this person and that person, and I stopped her and I said, but who told you those stories about you and your self-worth and your self-love that you continue to tell yourself today? And there was this profound moment where she said, I did. And that was the minute that I knew that I had control over rewriting the story about my life and where I went from there. And that has made all the difference. That is so beautiful. I can relate so much to this concept, especially in that type of household of making sure that your parents approve of you within their dogma and making sure that you don't upset them and rock the boat because it, they just go, literally they like go in panic mode. <laughs> if anything outside their dogma is within their sphere, especially their own children. And it's, they work so hard to shelter you and keep you honed in into that um, ideology. But when you're close-minded, what, what you resist persists. And I think so much, so much of what we experience and like you and I, um, you know, I have a different experience personally, but rocking the boat and shaking the family dogma is what I definitely did. And so did you. And Comment rock the boat if you had a similar experience. And it's almost like having to experience that firsthand you know, for them is really what's, what kind of shifts that perspective for them. Or sometimes, unfortunately, in some cases, they just stay locked in and they don't, you know, continue to accept you. And they may give you that harsh, you know, love and think that not talking to you will bring you back around to their ideology. But thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, just to add something to that, I think it's important to understand that if we were already feeling that way about the self-validation of our worth coming from everyone outside of us, then once we can show compassion to ourselves for the places that we were at when we made those decisions, 
it allows us to open a space to see our parents, the people externally in the same place. There's fear because what is everybody else going to think of me? Did I fail as a parent? And now that I have kids of my own, I want the best for them, right? But I also understand from my own journey, I merely have to support them and let them know that they're loved no matter what. And my parents and I have a great relationship. Is it perfect? No, but there's love and it's not conditional. It's unconditional, even though it doesn't make sense to them, right? They don't understand it. They don't have to. And I had to let go of that. They have to understand and accept it in order for me to be okay with all of it. And that's the healing that we go through when we can show compassion and love for ourselves and the places we were when we made choices, we can show the same compassion to others that are just walking the same path and they're on their own pace and that's it. That's powerful too, because it is a whole nother journey of whomever is, you know, you, you thought they were in your corner. You, they, you felt that they loved you as a child, but also, you know, like you always felt it was conditional. Like, I know that if I go off the path that they're on, then they're not going to love me. And that's where the fear comes from. So it's beautiful to find that love again and find that they unconditionally love you. But I, I, again, I can totally relate to that. Like, I want them to just like understand where I'm coming from. Like, yes, I believe in, you know, Buddhism and you know meditation and like, tarot cards and I'm not going to hell like can you just understand that <laughs> is what I always I'm like struggling with and I, I totally get that there's no hell right there in my belief there that that doesn't exist but that's not what they were taught and so expecting them to just all of a sudden shift their beliefs just because we do that's an unrealistic expectation and as long as we're holding expectations for everyone else outside of us to be on the same place that we're at in our journey that's an attachment to that whole thing of I'm not enough unless everybody else sees me as enough. And it's powerful to be able to walk in your truth and your light and just say, you get to choose what you believe, but it doesn't define who I am at all. And I love you exactly the way you are. And it's, it's a beautiful process to go through this healing and everybody has the potential within them. It's just up for us to choose that's it. If you resonate with this conversation, like and subscribe, comment within us to affirm your self-love power. Yes. Pause, rewind, listen to that statement she just said like three times and really lock that in. That was so powerful. Absolutely. I I just love this conversation. So I just have to note that, you guys, because seriously. And I can't wait to continue this conversation in tomorrow's episode. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow, like and subscribe this video. If you wish to connect with Jen, it would mean the world to both Jen and myself if you take a screenshot of this episode, post on your social media stories, and tag us at unlockyourdestiny.ravenscott and the underscore awakened underscore nurse 1111. Thanks again for listening and watching. And remember, keep your unique light shining.